0: Today's date is November 29th, nineteen ninety one. I should this was kind of that was kind of like a cheerleading cadence. Maybe I shouldn't have done that to lead into the sentence. Today we mourn the passing of oh, Ralph Bellamy, who acted in such classics as His Girl Friday and The Wolfman, the original one with a guy who looks like a, a dog. <laughs> Uh,
1: but it's about a wolf, though, so they don't—they didn't make him look like an old wolf. I—I've never seen this documentary, so I don't know.
0: I think they tried, John. I would give him some credit. Uh, he will definitely be remembered best to this audience, our audience, and the people on this podcast as old racist rich guy Randolph in Trading Places. Mm. Uh, and I know, I said old, I said rich i didn't have to say racist that comes together (laughs) with the package it's all the same thing that's how it works it's a package deal rich without getting racist for free along the way but i think it's worth saying when things are racist even if it's a fictional character is that a bold stance i think that's pretty boilerplate at this point yeah i uh, think that's that's somebody's gonna be offended (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm telling you that they're telling me that I'm going to have fun laughing at how bad this is supposed to be.
0: So intolerant in this country now. Welcome to jumping the shuttle. But we're <laughs> shutting it down. We're locking it up. Don't come around here and be racist around our stuff. Don't uh, do that. I'm Alex Diamond. Wait, this is a,
1: also this is going to be a dumb thing um <laughs> what is to...
0: racism that's actually <laughs> very complicated john i don't know if this no, is the place um,
1: for that no it's if it's 1991 now we've got two more seasons left are you telling me this show started in the 80s
0: yeah why didn't i maybe? think of that before
1: mm-hmm. man what the fuck
0: yeah it's a wild wow. thing it's we're going all the way back to the show. See, times. I
1: don't. It kind of that kind of bums me out a little bit, you know. I mean, it's obviously 80s, still a show. They bummed show, out a lot but, of, you people. know. It's just, it's not as <laughs> clean though. It's not as clean. Mm, you know. But
2: we were born in the late eighties, and we're still children yeah. of the nineties. Like we identify with the nineties more than the eighties. Yeah, uh, sure, yeah, sure.
0: Talking identity politics there. Yeah. That's David Kenny. Look.
2: People are people and they are gonna
0: be people in. Okay. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can get elected on that kind of platform these days. <laughs> and Amazing. our uh, moderator for this debate of two people who are on the same <laughs> side, uh, John McDaniel, your job's gonna be very easy today.
1: <laughs> What's going on? Um, you saying people so many times in a row. Um, just uh, reminded me, I watched this um, this documentary on Netflix um, they put out about the making of the "We Are the Worlds song.
2: Oh, oh. I haven't watched it yet.
1: And uh, it's wild seeing <laughs> Bob Dylan in that yeah. group of. And, I mean, it's you know, obviously, it is an insanely stacked lineup of just all oh, yeah. time great musicians. It's it's incredible to see them all in the same uh, room um, and to get all of them together for this, uh, Bob Dylan included. It, but it you know it, it's just so funny to see them when they're recording the chorus, you know, and it, it just they they have some close ups on him and it's just you can just tell the out. look on his face. It's like <laughs> why did you. I mean, I'm honored (laughs) to be here, but also, why though? This isn't my deal, you know. This, you know, I can't do the, I can't do the harmonies. (laughs)
0: Like what? (laughs) Like the look on his
1: face the whole time is just kind of like what. What am I, I'm I'm trying my best here, but what am I, do, what's, what am I doing here?
0: This, this might be an unpopular opinion on Bob Dylan, but I would argue he can't do the melodies either. Oh. He can't do oh. the A parts or the B parts of what he's supposed to be singing up there.
1: It just, yeah, it was, it was a really funny visual.
0: I am worried now that it's never going to get made, but. Uh, the the person behind one of my favorite indie like sci-fi horror movies uh, apparently wrote a full script for it, but it is a murder mystery that takes place in the We Are The World recording session. <laughs> like, somebody dies, and while they're recording the song, they have to figure out who's the murderer inside of I the I
1: fucking love that, and it's also... I know, it
0: sounds so good!
1: Kind of believable because I didn't realize, you know, it was it, literally an all-nighter, you know, mm-hmm. literally an all-nighter for, to, to record that. you could just get that.
2: people, you could make a movie and just use the people from the biopics and put them in there and it's yeah. like an Avengers team-up. Seems great. <laughs> get fucking, Austin it's Butler a in there, it doesn't matter idea. whether
0: Elvis was alive. Timothy Chalamet's Bob Dylan now, things are happening, people. I love it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we can't have that, but you can have coherence. That's the movie that he made previously. It's on Amazon. I think, uh, it's fucking great, but we were watching something else. That's <laughs> also great. I honestly, I did like this episode a little bit better than I thought I was going to yeah. going in. Me too. Uh,
1: I'm indifferent. About, I don't have,
0: I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's better than terrible.
1: I said it was interesting.
0: <laughs> when it hits Looney Tunes levels, then I'm on board.
2: It has to go full Looney before I get there. All right. You mean,
1: I think you mean, Lunay. Oh,
0: no, 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 no no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I don't mean that. It's pronounced Looney Tunes. I, I think
1: you do. It's Looney Tunes.
0: <laughs> We're talking about Family Matters episode 58. Season three, episode eleven, entitled "Old and Alone." The premise on this one oh, is fucking. Actually, wild. you know what?
1: I'm remembering now that yeah. you said that. I'm remembering now that you said the title. I'm remembering what this episode is about, it, and I am remembering <laughs> that I I didn't like it at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. We really got everything represented here. <laughs>
1: it's oh yeah, I'll I'll save it for later. Oh, we'll I'll yeah, save my. There. Save my hot takes for later.
0: Written by Stephen Langford, uh, who's—I will not say he fully phones it in the way that everyone else does on mm-hmm. this staff. Like the all the women like fully write a script, and Stephen Langford is like the next most likely to actually <laughs> deliver a fully developed script. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying the ideas were all good, but I'm saying he, he did write it and put things in it on purpose. So mm-hmm. that's something. Uh, directed by Richard Carell. We start off. It must be a good one. Interior kitchen day. Carl and Harriet come in, loaded up with groceries, and they race to the kitchen island, which they've never done before. (laughs) Arguably, they'll never do it again.
1: It's a good fun bit if you're looking to, you know, things have gotten a little stale and you're looking to
0: Mm. spice
1: your relationship back up, you know? Race to the kitchen island. It's a good <laughs> idea.
2: And it does communicate a lot about their relationship in, like, no time. Because Carl is big and dumb and he wants to win. Harriet <laughs> knows this about him. So she lets him win and is very yeah. nice to him. And he's kind of an asshole about it.
0: In in much the same way that when the groceries get back to our house, my wife lets me get all of the bags of groceries onto my arms at the same time to carry all the groceries inside at the same time, which is not good for me. It's not good for the groceries. It's, but she knows I need this. All right. <laughs>
1: yeah. What's your, what's your record on, on uh, what's your, what's your record on, on groceries lost
0: there. How uh, Lost uh i don't know um that's tough that's tough i
1: do you have any you have any uh lost groceries or broken bags you know
0: <laughs> i will say heb grocery stores in texas put better glue on the handles of <laughs> your paper bags all right they're and not Trader holding Joe's. together the way that well, they but... <laughs> used to
1: but 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 you would you we know that the paper bags do this though it's a universal thing it's not just hp it's yeah, everywhere but
0: depending on how you pick them up why so Trader the store, Joe's they like, don't
1: even ask me if I want a double bag they know their bags are shit so they just they double yeah. bag it
0: yeah yeah I mean I have like you know good reinforced plastic bags but depending on how you're picking them up that's not always an option to use your own bags and stuff so that's, mm-hmm. true to, true we don't mm-hmm. need to get all the way into the weeds of this all we need to know is uh, i think we do carl makes it <laughs> uh he gets first points for first line in the episode and uh then the two of them yeah, i think
1: you mean you get first points mm. for first line in the yeah, episode I
0: mean, now if you was, now put I'm it heating that heating up way. I'm going to get
2: real. Now that I'm losing, I'm going to get real serious about these points right now. It was all fun and games okay, before. Yeah.
1: Uh, so when you said you didn't care, it was all this and act.
0: I didn't care when I was winning. <laughs> now that I'm losing, I care a lot.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, th- these two make the amateur move of. Caring for their children's emotional needs before the refrigerator stuff goes into the refrigerator. All right, you're gonna let this milk go bad on the counter while you're counseling your teenage yeah, child.
1: Yeah, that's that's a that's a put your mask on first kind of situation. <laughs> exactly. You know, Thank you. but yeah,
2: listen, the, you, we know there's a real problem because Laura's sitting at the kitchen table with her head in her hand. And this is what depressed people looked like before phones. You knew exactly who needed help because they were staring into the middle distance just looking sad in public. You got to help these people. Yeah. Uh, Are
1: you implying that uh, pretending to go on your phone is like a sign of being
0: sad uh, no really going on your phone for me it's like i just need to go I to know. i need to go to timbuktu for a little while i need to see what's going on over there in their tiktok to make me feel better about my life
1: because i have no i have no problem pretending to go on my phone
0: <laughs> no the pre- that's a that's an important move
2: that's if that's like hey we don't need to do this right now we don't need <laughs> to be talking to each other <laughs>
0: Uh, Laura explains that she's sad because it's her birthday and she got 23 birthday cards, six from relatives, 17 from Steve, but not a single one from a babe, which she should expect because this is her 15th birthday. You don't get birthday cards from boys when you're 15.
2: It doesn't matter how old you are. this is not a thing that people were going around give this is like <laughs> Valentine's Day shit. What are we doing here?
1: No Valentine's Day I understand if if you're if you're bummed, you didn't get any cause of course but birthday cards, you know
2: that's not a thing
1: not really a thing. I mean birthday parties mm. you know it's mm-hmm. different sure. if if you invited someone to your birthday party and they didn't show totally. up, but I, yeah you're right i don't I don't remember I don't remember necessarily just like giving people birthday cards a thing unless again the only way usually I knew it was their birthday is if they were throwing a party you know
0: yeah exactly it, you know
1: there was no there was no you know zuckerberg didn't had didn't had created the yeah created point. the 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 face wall yet so I didn't know
0: <laughs> Steve of course went way into the uncool zone by making too many cards, one of which has his face on it. Carl's like, hey, Steve's face is here. He doesn't sound as horrified as he will later to see Steve's face in, like on a pumpkin and <laughs> all sorts of places. Um But Laura's like, oh, nope, th- no, thank you. And then she leaves so that Carl can open it up and a pop-up Urkel snorts at them because it's also a, a sound making card. And Carl kind of fucking loves it. Like He's like, this is <laughs> This, who made this? This is great! And the sound
2: technology, that's that's pretty advanced. Like It is.
1: It's an like, impressive card, uh, you know?
0: I mean, not for Steve. I must admit. This is a man who just breaks the time-space continuum for fun <laughs> at some point. All right? Gotta this start is, somewhere! Is,
1: yeah, but this was his real passion, making cards.
0: <laughs> Maybe we could have avoided a lot of pain if we had steered him in a more productive direction. Encourage that's, them.
2: So alternate timeline he's joaquin phoenix and her just like making Mm. (laughs) cards like a sad (laughs) man
0: he he's an old-timey wordsmith that's like a valuable commodity in that world of like thinking of old-fashioned and unusual phrases that like sound more passionate than they are that that's something i don't know if it's good but there's a market for it Mm -hmm.
1: joaquin phoenix speaking to him a little rant about the movies here we go why did he have to play napoleon why why did he do it why because he's just, short. He's a little
0: guy
1: <sighs> i see i just it, i have no interest in seeing the movie and every time i've oh, seen a really? promo why? or something <laughs> and now like uh, now it's part of the the that movie's like tied into the ads on the tiktoks for uh for the apple oh, okay. vision the apple vision pro and I see oh. the images of Joaquin Phoenix in, in that con, in that Napoleon uniform <laughs> and he just looks like such a tool. I just can't Ugh.
2: it's it's the accent work for me that everyone else <laughs> in the movie seems to have an accent and he's like mm, <laughs> that's okay. Ah, I think <laughs> I think I'm good.
0: I I think we've gotten into it on this show. We don't have time to get into my accent, my unified accent theory. Mm. All right. We this isn't the right time for it, but if he's not doing an accent as a, all right. We are not we're not going to do it. But yeah, I Interior. just
1: uh we didn't need a Napoleon movie first of all, like
0: Oh. True. Like, were I don't
1: I don't need a movie about this white. We had Bill and leader. We did it <laughs> right already. I just we didn't need it, and, and and yeah, it just kind of, it makes, honestly, like, I think if I were to go watch that movie, I'd just be chuckling every three minutes at how ridiculous he looks in that uniform. That's fine.
2: <laughs> That's fine. Well, That's Captain a good Crunch thing, yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> Who takes
1: this clown seriously when you're wearing that stupid hat?
0: <laughs> I'm glad you're unburdening yourself now that you're safely back on american soil john because if you're saying this (laughs) stuff in france you're gonna be in some kind of trouble my friend interior living room day the young kids and rachel are blowing up balloons uh laura's here these are not surprise balloons for her birthday
2: yeah not really and she's not helping
0: she's like good yeah keep keep them coming all right Richie's not helping either. He he blows one up and just lets it fart all over the room immediately. Yeah. He doesn't even try to close it. Eddie and Waldo come in, uh, not to like help or go to a birthday party, but just mm-hmm. talking about... <laughs> They're playing basketball, all right? They are having mm-hmm. some improvised arguments <laughs> and saying the same lines back and forward to each other about four times. It is funny. I don't think that they have in any way... Established that Waldo's bad at basketball, but he does like he's very angry and blaming it on Eddie that apparently he performed badly on the on the AstroTurf. That's not what they play basketball on. Don't worry about it. Yeah,
1: sure. I mean, they could, I guess, in theory, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it.
0: (laughs) Eddie says he's dating three girls, which is expensive with inflation, Mm. which.
1: Oh, okay, we know
0: all about yeah, on this show.
1: You want to tell? Me you're trying to tell us about inflation. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on.
0: This makes Waldo believe that the three girls are inflatable. And all get- right,
1: I, I, <laughs> I, I think guys, I think we have. I don't know. I, I'm ready to admit. I think this is the first L Ooh. in terms of a Waldo joke. Oh, it okay. doesn't. It doesn't work for me, um, but look, his undefeated streak, unprecedented, right? Oh, like, for sure. What a what a run of of just absolute, you know, flawless uh, jokes. This one, I think it just it doesn't. It's too much of a stretch.
2: I think the I problem is that this one was like written backwards. Like the setup does mm-hmm. not work for me at all. The tag redeems it a little bit, but it is still, it's not good.
0: There's also, they are really milking the reaction shots from the other four people mm-hmm. in this room. Yeah. Like they're, they're both showing them in wide shots and cutting to them. Like they were really wanting to hammer home. The fact that all four of these other people think that Walt is a fucking idiot Eddie is like, I need twenty dollars to take Amy to the movies. And Waldo's like, No, you don't. You can sneak her in by putting her in your pocket and then blowing her up after you get into the movie. Which it's, is it's, it's, some, it's, it's something it's almost something.
1: Sorry, <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, it's, but it's yeah, it's not helping. Right. Not helping the cause here.
2: I, I sorry to my boy. Sorry to my little baby boy.
0: <laughs> Does it? Improve or worsen the joke, if you believe that Waldo believes this, in which case he believes that if Eddie walked up to a box office counter with a fully inflated pool <laughs> woman with him, that they would charge him two tickets worth because he has a balloon mole with him.
1: It's like a Lars in the real girl situation. Yep. Um... I mean it doesn't the, it it doesn't sway my okay. my take I just right. I, I think they set Waldo um, or Sean Harrison up for failure on this one.
0: I do want to give Waldo some credit before we move on though because Eddie asked Waldo for twenty dollars. Waldo says this thing that so astonishes everyone that when Waldo leaves, Eddie doesn't get his $20. So I don't know if that's like 4D chess on Waldo's part, or if he it just like truly, you know, used psychic damage on his best friend to ruin his ability to remember. But either way, this is $20 that I feel like Waldo made in this situation. So smart move. <laughs> As the boys leave, again, not here to help with setting up for the party or to attend yep. or to celebrate. A young lady in their life. Uh, Mother Winslow enters in a fantastic pink tennis outfit. Yeah. She's got the long skirt. She's got the visor. She's got the all the matching. The pink shirt underneath the pink vest. Are you kidding me? I didn't double check it, but
2: it looks exactly like the one she had in one of the intro shots. Mm. And like... I the again, this bit not very good, they're just kind of like parading characters, like okay, we gotta yeah. get you in for like a line, but it looks it looks like she's like going to a costume contest like this is not like there's no way that this is what she's gonna be wearing there,
0: I think that she this is psychological warfare as well i think she (laughs) is like getting in the mind she's like this is how fucking prepped i am for this and you should be afraid or if they take away like oh she's just focused on her outfit she's not bringing her a game that also lulls them into a false sense of security so either way she gets an advantage uh which apparently she needs because she whipped the fergusons in straight sets By her own damn self. No double involved. She's the best. She is great. And then Daniel Wallace arrives and Laura does the thing where she closes the door to celebrate that this uh, handsome man is here to talk to her.
1: And um, he thought that she didn't want to see him, and so he left. That's, mean <laughs> that's how I would have. That's how I would have reacted to that. Like, oh, okay, I guess. I guess I'll just take my ass home then. Uh, like, <laughs> uh,
0: it, yeah. In this day and age, he would have already had his phone out by the time she opened the door <laughs> yep, again. Yep, yep, he yep, would yep, be like, yep, well, yep, I mean, I got some time to kill, apparently.
1: <laughs> or in this day and age, you just you don't um, you don't. You don't go to the front door at all. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, You're I, like, you know, you're, yeah.
0: In, in a lot of ages, you don't just blindly walk to a person's house with a birthday <laughs> present for them without an invitation to, like, a party uh, of any kind. Uh, we have partially seen this character before. Daniel Wallace is, again, played by uh, the same person, which will be news to one of the people on this episode because they missed daniel wallace's episode no
2: i uh, i sh, sh, i remember sh, Dan, I, daniel was up to i you, saw and listened
0: to you, you definitely listened to the episode I, didn't you you must of have course,
2: i i look I'm a, I'm a man of integrity i remember <laughs> what's going on what is going on right now daniel wallace was on a a date with Laura?
0: Yes, that's correct. It took all those...
1: It took all well, those... We're not going to call them words exactly, but <laughs> all that it, to get to... I, there get, was a comedic
2: situation that prevented oh. them from having a good time.
0: Oh, no, actually. No, it was actually a really unsavory situation. <laughs> okay... He's up So, bad we're back guy. to a, we're him, back girl. to square one
1: here. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, I, I, didn't, I didn't Sorry, do that. David. No. Uh we 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 that
0: can was, talk about it here. That was painful. Bit. That was real. <laughs> <painful. laughs> uh the for for those who don't remember or don't know what this is, uh is I think
2: I I remember it was uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> It it's was. They were. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this actor is, of course, Bumper Robinson Jr. Uh, played <laughs> Daniel Wallace <laughs> in both episodes since we last saw him and talked about. My
1: little baby. My little baby <laughs> bumper boy. Little
0: baby bumper boy.
1: <laughs> what a man! What a name!
0: What a time. Uh, since we last saw him. The Suicide Squad video game where he plays Deadshot has come out. We talked about it then, and it oh. hadn't come out yet. I said it might never come out. It did come out. It was taken down the same day that it came out because of <laughs> server error.
1: This is this time crisis?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is it is a it is a crisis in that you have to shoot <laughs> Superman a bunch of times in the movie and the game. Um uh, it had a little little quick bug that they needed to address in the game where you could finish the game if you started the game. And that was a problem for playing mm. the game because you didn't get to do any of the middle of it because as soon as you started it, it would be over because they messed up with the game. Oops, wait,
1: what is that what does that mean exactly?
0: Like it would, as soon as you opened it and started a game, it would say, congratulations, here's the end of the game. You did it. Here are Wait, all your literally trophies. As, literally,
1: literally as soon as you hit the start button? Yes.
0: Oh, yes. man. It fucked up real bad. I,
1: yeah, at first I was like, yeah, that's the point of every game is to finish it eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, where is this going?
0: No, that was, that was a little accident that they made. Uh, he has also, since we talked about it, been heard in the Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur TV show, He voices Red Wing, the mutant Falcon companion of the superhero Falcon, which is an interesting turn for someone who has voiced Falcon a bunch of times (laughs) in various Marvel cartoons. Uh, The family bails to the kitchen to... Anybody? Anybody? Do we do we have it? A good excuse of why anybody would want to go to the kitchen? Uh, eat. Oh yeah. Aunt Rachel.
1: I Rachel's reaction I did is did Like, that like oh, oh, oh yeah, eat. Good one.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, so Laura and uh, Daniel are here. She opens the present that he brought, which is a. cd
2: i'm not sure like this kind of like gave me like flashes of like do i remember like physical meat how did people (laughs) buy music but it's a long like vertical box that's like i don't know like looks like a menu from the cheesecake
0: factory did but
2: wasn't there something where like if you bought a tape Like, there was something Mm -hmm. that you, like, broke off of the bottom. Am I crazy? Am I making that up?
0: There could also be, like, if it was an extra long thing, they would put, like, the two tapes in one long package. I don't Mm. know if that's what this is. Uh, And it will be impossible to look up what sort of gift set this was because Laura says... That this is uh, the newest from Stinky E and the Toxic Wasters, which is hmm. not anything, and I so it, I can't it's <laughs> I can't find this the way I did the Rolling Stone issue that Mother Winslow is reading. Uh, also, is La- be real here? Is Laura into Stinky E and the Toxic Wasters, or is she just saying mm. she's excited because it's Daniel Wallace?
2: I mean I have a long history with Daniel Wallace, so I have a
0: lot of context Please. for this relationship. <laughs> Throw your hat into the ring of this conversation.
1: Uh I, I read it as genuine. I feel like okay. I feel like it's always pretty clear when she's you know when Faking it's cap it. I, didn't, I there's no cap here, I don't think.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
2: See uh, I think also if we're talking about Jetsy slang, I look. If you used face card, I fucked up. I apologize. I found out <laughs> immediately after. It's face is. I'm gonna fuck it up again. It's something that, like face card never declined. So like, it's not a, a card. It's like a, oh. a credit card. So like, your face is is so good that it that uh-huh. check never bounces. Right. But you still
1: need to pay for your stuff with money, though. With your
0: face, it sounds like. (laughs) Get back to us when you've done literally any research. Like if I were to go
1: to Trader Joe's and be like, oh, they're like cash or credit. And I'm like, no, I mean, just face card. I don't think it works like that. I'm just saying.
0: Unless you're Trader Joe in which case they have to let you pass legally
1: i am the joe that trades
0: <laughs> i was uh, uh brag i was one time at the alamo draft house <laughs> with tim Leake, it's a movie theater the, chain for those that don't yes, know if you the if creator you can... and like head of the alamo draft house you know corporation phenomenon blah oh, blah, uh, blah
1: mr mr draft house
0: yeah it was i want to make it clear it was not just the two of us there were other people there that's why i was allowed to sort of be in that upper echelon of human beings but uh he was like do we want some drinks do we let's go over here and like walked us over to the bar and ordered it and then pulled out a credit card to pay for the drinks at the bar and i was like sir you <laughs> this is this is money for you <laughs> you don't Pay for the thing that pays you, you this is yours. you just own you have all of this. You can have it uh, he but did, he did but he did pay? That. He did pay. Yeah. so nice. I got a free drink at the Alamo Draft house one time. <laughs> but <Begin> get like me. <laughs> Laura, uh, speaking of getting drinks, goes to get Daniel a soda. And uh, Daniel does some celebrating of his own, just like she did. Uh, But, of course, Urkel comes in, gets a big cheer through the door, gets some points from a man, David.
2: It's not all good, though, because... No. Unfortunately, I... Every time this happens, I'm like, surely, this is the last time this will ever happen to us. No. It will never...
0: No. It's not. It's never the last time. They only know two songs on this friggin' show. He's this time. It is notable because it's even worse than just humming. The to camptown races, the to camptown ladies, Gwine to run all night. All that racist stuff. We call this it out one. if it's racist. We do that. <laughs>
2: This one's a Rhyme Time birthday crime. He comes in here, and he sings, It's my sweetie's special day, do-da, do-da. Count the presents on the way, all the do-da day. I'll get on my knees, something, something. No, hang on. (laughs) The the captions are wrong here, and they don't do a rhyme. But I wrote down... The captions say, I'll get on my knees. That's not what it says. But the audience is cheering and laughing so loudly that I literally couldn't understand what he says. It's something, 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 miss. Maybe I'll get a kiss on my Laura special day. All the do-da, hey! Because then he sees Daniel Wallace and he's like, hey, what are you doing here?
1: Just, I don't know what it is. I mean because it's Steve and he's a creep and he sucks hearing him say as i don't know like a 14 15 year old like my my Laura's special day <laughs> like it just
0: oh there's yeah there's so many creepy things cr- from steve
1: creeps in this me one. creeps me right out hearing him say that
0: yeah steve can't believe daniel is here tries to convince him that Laura is taken there's like a there's a whole the whole thing you you know what that is like
1: and he uses, he says, says that he's our boy toy, and we love Gross. that as well. Gross. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think legally David's supposed to say that because it is two words that sound similar to each other. But if we, it, it's it's out there now. It's oh words.
1: fuck, David! I'm sorry. I apologize. I uh, I fucked up there.
2: It happens. Hey, it, it
1: won't happens. happen again, all right?
2: The thing I want to know is, last time Daniel Wallace was here, did he also have that little tiny baby Padawan
0: ponytail in the back? <laughs> like No, actually. Oh. I noticed it. Yeah, it's different. Uh his hair is different in this one. Um I mean, he he was acting a fair amount. He was a like a child actor. He had acted well before Family Matters and continues to do a, mostly voice acting to this day. But um, he looks like I know we talk about like time skips and like the uh, the teenagers in particular looking a lot different between episodes. He looks different between these episodes and they're not that far apart. Uh, It's it's obviously him. I'm not saying it like that, but like. This one, he looks like a skinny, sort of like goofy teen. The other one, he looked like a man. <laughs> he looked hmm. like a, a real human person. And I don't know what sort of HGH situation was going on between episodes. <laughs> I don't want to make that speculation necessarily. He was cyborg. Oh, he just did, though. He just no, did. no, it could have been anybody. Could have been either. Allegedly. <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: You can't. You can't say I don't know what kind of HGH situation is going on there, and then it well, <laughs> up by saying I don't want to speculate.
0: You maybe the, maybe it's a zero HGH situation. It could be any number. Look, zero. I don't a number. want to speculate.
2: I have to speculate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the that's the subtext on the news. It's I don't want to speculate, yeah. and then they just they just vomit speculation <laughs> for the next hour. Or 24 hours really, it's 24 oh, 7 on these long, news networks. I know uh, I don't want to speculate night, about what happened people. to this, I want to speculate about this uh, Malaysian Airlines flight, uh, but
0: but we got time, but, <laughs> no, <it's just laughs> but like, nobody's giving me information, but they have given me a microphone, so here we so go. So they're
1: like, so they're like, I don't want to speculate, but like aliens, though, like they probably <laughs> aliens, mm. right? Probably like abducted <laughs> the people on the plane.
0: We don't know it's not. <laughs> Daniel shows us who he is immediately by saying what he wants, he takes. Not he gets, he takes. It's mm. a bad word. And Steve is even aware enough to be like, hey, like, I have a really bad relationship with Laura, but that's fucked up, man. <laughs> I can't say that. Uh, And he's like, don't worry so much, Steve. When I'm bored with Laura, you can have her back. And... This is is bad vibes from this guy.
1: It's a lose lose. I mean, they both suck. Yeah, (laughs) oh, hard. True. Uh, It's they're having a mid off, is what's (laughs) happening. The
0: two of them. Steve does like immediately be shitty by saying Laura has this highly infectious nasal thing that he makes up words for it, and if you. If you get it and you sneeze, your head explodes. And Daniel somehow thinks that this is possible. And uh, Steve says, the last two words you'll ever say will be ah-choo. And the audience fucking loves that. There's a like full-on laugh break here when there doesn't need to be one, and I was angry.
2: Look, times were different back then. They didn't know what jokes were, and this is what they had, and that's what they had to deal with. <laughs>
0: Daniel bails just as Laura comes in a lot of this whole scene has just been people coming in and out of either side of the screen, just over Mm -hmm. and over again, coordinating, uh, Laura sees Steve where Daniel was and is like, this is my nightmare. And, uh, And then Steve fully confesses, like, the whole thing. He tells there's no, like, dramatic tension. (laughs) There's no, like, lies. He just, like, fully says, I said Daniel's head would explode, and he didn't (laughs) want his head to explode, so he left. And she says, don't come back ever. And he says, what he always says, and I always hate it. You've said that before, and you don't really mean it. It's bad. I mean, it's bad.
2: And he gets double awes, like, out the door. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, I'm tr- I'm trying to gaslight myself and think, like, oh, maybe going backwards he gets less, like, shitty and predatory. and Towards
1: Laura specifically. But I think he'll mm-hmm. continue to fucking gaslight this whole family. Mm. <laughs> like,
2: but they don't, like, again, you know? in the beginning, Carl, like, wasn't, Super annoyed about the card, and like the audience is very on Urkel's side. I, I'm, I'm really hoping this stops. <laughs> this is gotta stop.
1: It's not. It's not. No, it's not gonna stop. He's always. He's always gonna be. That's that's his whole. His whole. His introduction. Yeah. To pop culture was mm-hmm. him uh, inviting himself over. Like that's. Yeah. They, so it's baked into the character. It's, it's not going anywhere.
0: Well, and even if, like, he becomes less emotionally predatory toward the other characters around, he's still a huge physical danger. Like, we have seen in highlights and in, like, opening scenes and all this other stuff, physical bits and dangerous stuff that we haven't made it to yet. Like, there's still Mm -hmm. rockets and shit. (laughs) we are gonna have to deal with we thought the shuttles were behind us let's go into a teenage girl's bedroom at night Um, that's where laura is that's where we are no okay how about no you've talked me out of it already harriet comes in with some cake and
1: oh, and this is also um, this is where remember when I said I uh, actually remember I hate this episode. Okay, here we go. It's starting now. It's <laughs> getting into it.
0: the The moral is wrong. Yes, <laughs> it's the same. <thing>. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> And we don't often get that. Sometimes we're like, well, that's a more extreme version of it. But this one is just wrong. This one is just incorrect. Harriet asks Laura, who's having a horrible birthday? Let's not forget. She's having a really bad day. Like her family doesn't care about her. The guys that she wants doesn't care. We don't see Maxine, her best friend, around for any mm. portion of her birthday.
1: Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because, uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you no know, fucking points for me.
0: Be so, so much. To that. And and Harriet still asks how Steve is doing, and Laura raises up her window so that you can hear Steve just a constant stream of like. Laura, please Laura from outside. <laughs>
1: that was just, oh man, that was spot on.
0: And Harriet is like, Well, maybe Steve did a good thing for you because oh, what
1: the what in the fuck yeah, is happening? No, it's
0: bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. <laughs>
1: See, this is why okay, I'm it's I'm already getting mad again. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Harriet remembers that Daniel Wallace Harriet remembers more than Laura does. She remembers Daniel Wallace is a bad guy. He dumped Maxine a few months ago and Laura called him a pig man. Then what's different now? It's that he's interested in her. Laura says, "And that's not It's not what you should not how you should feel about things and people." This is a a good time to point out to to anyone who doesn't remember our other episode with Daniel Wallace, anybody Mm -hmm. who might be listening for the first time. Could be anybody. That uh, Daniel Wallace went out with Laura, things went well, and then he talked himself into her bedroom at night and tried to make her fool around with him. And she said no, and he got pushy, and she said, get the fuck out, and... He said uh, she was a tease, and like Jesus it was Christ. very like fucked up and tense. And then he did leave after she threw his hat out the window, and he dove after it and presumably died <laughs> at the foot of their house.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know about died, but definitely broke some bones.
0: I mean, yeah, Carl... Steve and Eddie all fell off of this very roof, which is higher than this window, presumably, and made it out okay. But, uh, yeah, not not good for Daniel. Um, and apparently, the reason he broke up with Maxine is because he was like, let's fuck. And she was like, I'm 15. This is not no way. Jeez and Christ. he was like, okay, I'm moving on to the next lady. So, Daniel Wallace, he is not a good guy.
1: Yes. Correct. <laughs> but having s- said that,
0: yes, no, you're right. <laughs>
1: uh Harriet's argument is don't let Steve out of your life? Right. Like what uh it's just they both suck. Like mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. it, it's so ridiculous to hear her say this. And and not to mention, and you just set it up perfectly, Alex. Like Steve is now begging to, to to be let into Laura's room in the same fashion.
2: And Harriet basically says if you are not nice to Steve, you will die old and alone you miserable (laughs) hag you're not gonna have anything good in your this is the only chance you've got what
1: what is going on
0: it is weird and it
1: so aggravating and then and then after this like you said this this uh terrible moral um the last 10 minutes are like a total nothing burger like it's just all filler sure total filler sometimes
2: sometimes a nothing burger tastes so so good
0: yeah it's half the calories (laughs) it is it is prompted by laura being like mom fucking go away i'm not having a good day it's my birthday it's not good i don't want you here anymore and Harriet being like oh you're gonna push me away just like you did steve Mm -hmm. um first of all no it's not the same because steve (laughs) is an evil menace and you're like a mother who cares, you brought her a birthday cake, she's just having a bad day. Second of all, even if you are a family, sometimes it's okay to push family away because family <laughs> is bad. Like that's <laughs> not you can make a new family anywhere all the time because there's good people out there. You don't have to waste your time on bad people. I'm not saying Harriet is, but like, it's not it, this this morals crazy. This is not how it works. So Laura goes to sleep. The words "old" and "alone" echo, 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 echo. And,
1: and then did M&I Shyamalan direct the rest of this episode?
0: It's uh, there is quite the old, twist.
1: Old, just old. People walk around as just bones.
0: That was the problem with that movie: is that they weren't alone. You need to make old and castaway just sort of smash them together into a movie. That's what this episode is about. Laura's room, day. She wakes up. She's old room looks exactly the same which is a fascinating (laughs) choice there's a lot of fascinating choices coming up
1: well uh well living living uh still in her parents house also a fascinating Mm -hmm. choice her
0: exact same room (laughs) yep because she's in
1: she is is by definition not alone
0: uh in that scenario that's a great (laughs) that's a great thing to point out in this episode (laughs) where that's supposed to be the lesson she gets out of bed, and she has very long uh, gray wig on that doesn't, doesn't... That's not how people's hair looks ever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. regardless of what race they are, but especially not for... The, I don't think Laura's hair is going to look like this when she's old. Um, I'm waiting
1: for you to get to the uh, extremely racist part here.
0: They They made her a Pixar mom. And there's a, a group of people who understand exactly what I'm saying when I said that. Look, the makeup that they're doing across
2: this entire episode, I think, is pretty incredible. Like, I will get into, like, what age she's supposed to be, which is, that's, that's a different story. But I'm on board for the, the facial makeup that is happening. When you give her a giant old lady butt. That, for me, <laughs> that's when I, I say, n- n- I know you don't do that anymore, and it's not good anymore.
0: Yeah. it's It, it was never good.
1: It's <laughs> blatantly racist. Like, it's totally fucked up.
0: I wonder, yeah, if this is, like, if if they're not factoring that in at all, and they just think, like, oh, some people, when they get old, they, like shrink into their butt and and that just sort of becomes their whole body and personality which is that happens uh i think it's weird to even though it's a fake butt and even though she's supposed to be an old lady she's a teenage girl and you're still telling america to like focus on like her butt and the way it's the way it's supposed to look also like when they and the spoiler, she's not old in the whole episode. When they show mm-hmm. her later, you're asking America to like check out this 15 year old girl's butt, and I don't like that part of it, especially. Also, no butt stuff. Thank you. We come back from commercial, and Laura's down in the kitchen where we left off. Uh, Harriet and Carl are coming in looking about as old as her which i guess once Uh you get past a certain point (laughs) they kind of all evens out maybe well i mean it it just depends how old they're supposed to be it just depends uh they race to the island just like they did before but way slower Uh, carl has to take a break in the middle harriet doesn't even move it's it's something all right it's something but what's not something Uh uh-huh it's when Carl gets to the island and swings the bag of groceries over the island so hard that it carries his whole body with it, and he flips a hundred percent over the top of the island and falls on his butt. You're not <laughs> when you're older. You're not supposed to be moving
2: more and doing more pratfalls and flips around. You're supposed That's to
0: be supposed going to on on your hips.
1: He's doing the most.
0: Laura says, How'd you get so old? And Carl says, easy, we didn't die, which is <laughs> true. That's how it works. Also Wait, what is so easy. what is the
1: the age difference here? Yep.
0: Laura It's not is, right. <laughs> Laura is today in this it's a dream. In this <laughs> scene, it is seventy five years in the future. Laura's turning 90. The two of them are 110. This is the year 2066. <laughs> when, when they said she was 90,
2: I was like completely on board. That was the moment I was like... <laughs> Yes, let's get let I a hundred percent buy into this yeah. reality that her parents are one hundred and ten years old. Yes, she the makeup that she's has what like maybe sixty years old. Maybe like, that's yeah. where they're shooting. But to have, I mean, we'll get to other yeah. characters oh, yeah. that are around. But oh, yeah. this is good shit.
1: It's I, not though, and none of this is good shit. I can't. I, I can't stand this bullshit. Oh, I
0: appreciate it's, what is.
1: What are we learning? There's nothing to learn from this. Nothing, nothing is happening. Good.
0: You, they learn. We learn. She's a lesson. old,
1: but she's she's old, but she's not alone. She's still living in her parents' yes. house. It's it's.
2: Uh, it's I'm, just
1: dead dead space. Nothing I'm happening. Learning
2: that when you put a character in front of my face. That is fifteen years old and you tell me that she is ninety years old and that is not even close. I'm telling you that they're telling me that I'm gonna have fun laughing at how bad this is supposed to be. And is it supposed to be good? I don't know.
1: Again, I'm just gonna keep going back to old and alone.
2: Yeah, like, I mean sure. You need
1: to set you needed to warm. set that up. Like Like, you needed to set it up like it's a wonderful life. Like, Jimmy Stewart without his family, without anybody there.
2: There is a good version of this, where they, like, do it right, and she's (laughs) alone and sad, and, like, that's... I'm saying this is a bad version, and it's sometimes it's fun to be bad. Hey.
0: There's also a version where Harriet is, like... I'll love you no matter what, but if you keep pushing away the other people in your life, it's just gonna be us. Like we're the, gonna be the only people around for you at some point. Sure. That's another. That's a much more complicated lesson to try to navigate because, like, should you want that? Should you not? I don't know. But then it allows you to have this slice of birthday cake and eat it as well. And then Laura. Yeah, can learn and lesson. if they didn't want
1: to pay for a different, if uh, they didn't want to pay for a different location for filming that that's how you would have solved that problem
0: <laughs> sure and and you know if it's truly
1: because they didn't want to pay for for different uh,
0: setups or whatever nothing's then... different in this house after 75 years it is exactly <laughs> the same it's <laughs> dream logic that's what we're d- and it gets yeah.
2: progressively crazier and crazier <laughs>
0: It is interesting from a, uh, a film history perspective in that we're getting a preview of Sugar Mama Proud in this episode because Joe Marie Payton is doing her version of Old Lady Voice, which mm-hmm. obviously she goes on to do professionally for a number of years. Um, so coming back, still doing it. Um, and I do appreciate how much fun she and RVJ are having in this scene. They're both mm. doing voices. They're both doing physical bits. I don't like that Harriet says to her daughter, even if it's a dream and it didn't really happen, that she could serve dinner for eight on that. But I don't like any part of that. Nope. That's bad. Yes. Carl says to his wife, Hannah, let's go upstairs and fool around. And that's, there's, That's kind of funny. And then Harriet tricks him into thinking they just fucked and he forgot because he's old, (laughs) but it was great. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can have some fun here. That's fun. Interior living room day. Who should come in to celebrate Laura's birthday where she's all alone? Let's not forget, she's old and she's alone. So more people arrive at the house. Yeah, she
1: she's getting she she's becoming more and more alone <laughs> a, a, every second of mm-hmm. this dream.
0: I love mm-hmm. this. I
1: love <laughs> this. The setup. It's just, just no no issues for me whatsoever with this fucking dream that she's having.
0: This part to do to do the to this is a working backwards thing, but it worked for me, I will say. This part because little Richie and Judy come in. They're looking busted as hell. <laughs> They're looking still obviously, but old. And Laura's like, "What the fuck? Why why do you why are you tiny but you're old?" And they say they didn't eat their vegetables and they stayed up past their bedtime. And they say it directly into camera as if they are warning America. This is what but Why happens.
1: the heck? They they why they have to go? They they did Jamie Foxx were dirty going all, all close up and, and on that yeah and on that that, <laughs> that
0: makeup yeah so I mean it doesn't look makeup. it's nonsense. <laughs> Old Steve comes uh. through the door for more cheer through the door points. Uh, I think it still counts even though it's both fictional and uh you know <laughs> their dream points. Character. Um and he sees her dump truck and he would like it to pick up his trash for the day
2: (laughs) look 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 look. when he came in here i had to pause the episode i had to take a picture on my phone (laughs) and i had to sit in this for a good five minutes being like he looks like somebody he looks exactly like somebody and it took me five it took me five whole minutes to finally realize that he looks like mr six from the six flags commercials the old man (laughs) dancing around he's got the same glasses he's got the same moves this dude is mr six right now
0: now would there be any reason why you in particular would be quick to glom on to this comparison
2: look Sometimes we all wear old age. But mine wasn't even makeup. Mine was a straight mask. You just put a mask on and you're another man and you're moving and dancing.
0: Speaking of songs that people just hum by accident because it's stuck in their head forever. <laughs> that that would have stop <laughs> Stop. Stop. We can't pay for that. <laughs> uh... So the two of them sit down on the couch together. A lot of sound effects are happening. The audience doesn't laugh because they can't hear it. So it's not funny. So that's a problem for the episode and the energy in the room. She apologizes for kicking him out of her life, agrees to go out on a date with him. And he says, man, I wish that you had said that yesterday. I waited for you 75 years. And yesterday I met a woman and got married.
1: (laughs) Again, (laughs) you should want to push Steve away. Yes. Yes. You should want to push him out of your Mm -hmm. life. Like, so, again,
0: old
1: and alone, (laughs) uh, nope. Um, Pushing Steve away, nope. Like, this is all that bad. I
0: mean, old and alone would be preferable to having steve still come over to your house every day for 75 years like he's still here it didn't matter that she pushed him away 75 years ago he's here for her 90th birthday no
1: just finish the rest of this <laughs> shit with today. no way come on this fucking is, deal with this <laughs> bullshit.
0: this podcast is a dream you'll wake up and enjoy it learn something from it Steve introduces his lovely wife, who I guess was just waiting on the porch for her cue. (laughs) Lulu is here. Of course, if you have a young hottie in an episode of Family Matters, it has to be. (laughs) Garcel Bove. So crazy.
2: (laughs) Wasn't it another dream that she did too?
0: Yeah, she was in the, uh, she was the young Estelle in that uh, dream. Man. I am sorry to tell you, boys and boys and girls and everybody else, ladies and ladies, this is our final episode with Garcelle. Oh, man. Had her in most seasons of the show at this point. (laughs) But she cannot continue. Um, As usual, since the last time we talked about her, she's acted in more things, so I can update the (laughs) Garcelle watch Uh, If you want to see her, she's in the Daniel Radcliffe Apocalypse comedy show Miracle Workers Mm. and uh, the Netflix show Survival of the Thickest, which I have not seen, but has like really good reviews. I don't Mm. uh, know anything about it. Um, And the Hulu series based on a book called The Other Black Girl. Garcelle is not the black girl or the other black girl in that show. She's the other, other one in that show, mm. but that she is in, she's in that show. So you can watch her in there. She's great. Rachel comes in eating a whole spiral cut ham. <laughs> we just,
2: hang on, hang on, hang on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Slow yeah, down. yeah. Please. We do you, what were do you have? just
2: talking about Rachel and hams. And this seems, <laughs> Like, she should understand somebody stealing a whole ham when she's walking around eating a whole ham.
0: It doesn't seem as if this is because so the rest of the family comes in as well. We see Eddie in an old gray mustache. That's fun. But, like, this does not seem to be a piece of the celebration for the birthday. No, no, no. This seems to be a separate deal. This is an independent production put on by Aunt Rachel. For Ham Day,
2: <laughs> but the real star of the show and the thing oh, that really? like <laughs> cemented this episode.
1: No, don't! I know who's left. are talking about everybody. Don't don't. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that, go ahead.
2: That they put Estelle. Go
1: off. Go off. Mother go ahead.
2: Winslow. Uh-huh. They didn't change a goddamn thing about this lady. She's she's still around. She's still kicking. And she's still looking better than all these fucking weirdos in their old age makeup. All
1: right, I'm not. You know what? No, this is not. A, this is not a funny matter here. This is not. This is not. A, this is not a laughing because matter. Ghosts
0: and ghosts are scary.
1: <laughs> like this is, this is nonsense. Uh, all due respect to Mother Winslow. She's one of the goats. She's
0: keeping it tight.
1: She should not be here right now. <laughs> she, she's
0: in the same she, outfit. She, right? w-
1: yes. She would have ex- She would have expired by now.
0: Her head would have exploded like, from sanguis. Like
1: there's no practical. It's it, it. was there's no practical reason why. I love it. She she would unfortunately. Like, I look and again. All due respect to Mother Wenslow. Sure. love Mother Wenslow. But we just have to accept that she would have been dead by this point in time. It's just a fact. <laughs> I, the
0: fact that they don't. She does not have a line in this scene. She just sings mm-hmm. happy birthday with everybody else. She's just in the background. It, 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 the fact that they don't draw attention to it and she doesn't talk about it makes it maybe the best sight gag in the whole show like it's this is so well conceived this that's like even if it was last well minute, conceived
2: yes i think that that's you, funny talking about well conceived
0: the joke where's
1: the where's the use of logic in any of this the
0: joke about mother winslow is that she is keeping it tight she's extreme grandma she's kick-flipping to indian making the 900 on tony hawk but in real life and to have her be the extension of that joke is that she just appears 75 years later looking exactly the fucking same is funny (laughs) that's funny Mm -hmm. they have a birthday cake with 90 candles on it i don't know if they really did 90 it's impossible to tell because it's just blow it's glowing like the center of the sun on these cameras
2: and as they're like zooming in on laura like richie is the last one in the frame and he's staring and singing and pointing (laughs) menacingly at laura as they're like cutting away from it
0: that's funny um also funny again they don't they don't draw attention to it but for the first time ever on this show telma hopkins sings badly and it's fucking funny as shit i love that uh and of course yes we get a little water wipe back to laura in her bed She's screaming no and uh, wakes up from her nightmare to the real life nightmare, which is Steve in her room while she's screaming. Steve
1: breaking into her bedroom.
0: (laughs) You're right.
2: This part's bad. This part's bad. Yep. (laughs) Last part was good. This part's bad.
0: And then she like has a uh, I think I referenced this on an episode recently, too. It's like this is a wonderful Wizard of Oz moment where she's like, oh, Steve, I just had a dream. You were there and I. I, I've really learned a lesson. I shouldn't have kicked you out of my life. And Steve's like, great. I, I'm justified in what I did because all, <laughs> I was just worried about Daniel. He's a bad guy. I was worried about what he was going to do. <laughs> so he's, bad. He's not going to realize how special you are. <laughs> I'm the only one who knows. <laughs> and uh, she wants Steve to forgive her. He accepts her apology. I don't know how many times we have to do this on this show. She didn't apologize. Yeah. Yep. She says, I want you to forgive me. That's not an <laughs> apology. You have not even really admitted wrongdoing. But honestly, like, good for her. Like, she shouldn't be apologizing. No, in no, circumstance. No. I'm just, I'm just constantly, I think it kind of makes sense here. Like, Steve is just like. This is the best moment of his life. This is as mm-hmm. close as he's gonna get, so this is how he sees it. And um, he accepts and thinks they should celebrate by getting married. She knows him down to they go back and forth, and uh, they they land on, We'll see you tomorrow. And Steve has the last line, and then we have a nighttime crane shot let's say because uh, i don't like it when they do that with the, the kids at night and they do the, with people in the bedrooms and then they make me say those words and it's a te- technical term but i'm not supposed to talk about that it's not right and that's the end of the episode that uh we can all agree was great and bad
2: this one <laughs> This one almost tore the podcast apart. <laughs> I don't know that we're going. I don't know where we go from here.
1: You know, I'm sorry, I guy, he's so heated no. there, guys. But I just, you no, know,
0: it's good because
1: look this, I just can't with the, the I, you know, I gotta, I gotta, somebody's gotta advocate for logic a little bit. Yep. And,
0: uh, <laughs> and it ain't gonna be sorely me, lacking. <laughs> I've, I've, I've felt myself torn between the two of you the whole time because I like, The silly stuff. I think I was able to enjoy it more because it takes place in a non-real universe. Like this is a dream, obviously. Like when Steve does nonsense for real, it's upsetting to me.
1: And I would have been able to too had they not, again, old and alone. (laughs) The
0: setup is heinous. Like you
1: can't set it up like that, and that like I can't enjoy the 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 gags and the silliness when that's what you're wanting Laura to learn. But that's not how... That, you set it up that way, and that's not what happens. And so what happens at all.
0: Like, she... Yes, like, your internal logic is nonsense. Also, you shouldn't be trying to teach this lesson. This lesson mm-hmm. is bad and wrong. So,
2: like, I, that's yeah. a double whammy. Both of those things are absolutely true. And I,
0: and I had a ball. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um... If people would I I mean I yeah we can talk about points. I know everything's on the line here. Uh come on, as we're heading Come on. Into points it.
1: points points. Come on, come
0: on, come on. Come, come last on last few episodes. So, episode 11. We got opening line from Carl. We got closing line from Steve. Yeah. Uh do we have a reciprocal romance from Laura because she does want to go out on date with this guy. It doesn't technically change her mind by the end of the episode. He's into her. She's into him. I don't know. I'm willing to say that 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 exists for uh, for the points here.
2: I think John deserves it today.
0: <laughs> He's been through so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, Listen, I don't need your sympathy points. Okay. You know, well, Aren't fair and square. I can take it. I'm a big boy.
0: Look, I the good news for you is, like, unequivocally, there is no B-plot to this episode. There is nothing else going on except for Laura and her life. Like, there are little things that they talk about, but there's no plot going on. There's no follow-up on anything. So, Laura, 100% in on the A-plot. Nobody's getting B-plot points. I, is Steve also Steve is a part
1: of the B Steve is a part of the A plot there's no question yeah
0: Harriet is the one who like shifts us into overdrive with nonsense I think Harriet probably deserves to be oh for sure yeah okay I don't think anyone else makes the cut for me in terms of a plot necessarily
1: uh well, you know um I think Eddie you know Eddie (laughs) right I mean
0: does he though I don't
1: Oh yeah, for sure he does. I mean well, come on. He's I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. Do you wanna do you wanna draft <laughs> old <laughs> is old Richie a different character from young Richie? Um and we do get a couple cheers through the door for Steve, which is uh gonna I think put David on top this episode. Uh so uh yeah, John with six, David with eleven, Alex with... Five on this one, which uh is that enough to catapult us back to the way we were?
2: Look, I don't I don't I don't care about the points. The, the points, it's <laughs> I, it's, it's I whoever comes out, it's fine.
0: John has eighty nine. I have 161, David has 162. You better watch it your ass. Matter. It
2: doesn't math.
0: Email us your bad dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. No, let's uh, let's yeah. As long as, they have, some, as, long nice as they have something nice for John, <laughs> he's been through enough this week. We Got to <laughs> As long as they have some fucking your, logic to him. Uh, email John your logic. Uh, email John <laughs> mm, all the birthdays. Uh, jumping the charlotte gmail okay, dot com. Sure. Um, <laughs> You know what the yeah, best way to get is? a hold of us. Don't email mm. this week. That would be the <laughs> nicest thing you could do for John this week, is if you don't actually send anything in.
1: Uh, we actually we got a we got a contribution from the
0: Claw. Oh, uh, classic listener! This
1: week, yeah, uh, with a little, uh, little, uh, some, some tidbits about um, what's in store for us in future Christmas episodes. Oh. But I am going to, I'm going to withhold that information yeah, from that my down. two co-hosts. Um, There's only two left, know, and use it uh, use it to my benefit later. So thank <laughs> oh. you to the to Claw. I'm gonna use that uh, for some trivia points later. I'm gonna get you guys <laughs> back. I may not be winning in fantasy this season.
0: Well, who knows? But I'll get winning you back. I'm gonna get you back with this Christmas trivia. If you draft Santa Claus next year, that might be a big point getter for you. We don't know. Um get at us on social media uh if please tag us in any tiktok you see where somebody's applying old makeup that would make david very happy
2: (laughs) yeah any 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 video of christopher nolan saying it doesn't matter if you understand his movies or not then it's still fun (laughs) just tag us at jumping the shuttle at jumping the shuttle at jumping shuttle I it? don't
1: often. Um, I'm not often a fan of uh, of um, Christopher
0: Nolan's movies. The, to, to, well, oh,
1: <laughs> the Tonight Show with with Steve Colbert because oh, yeah. uh, Colbert Report will always be uh, better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Sure, but uh, I did love. I did love him calling out Chris Nolan for not understanding the uh, the timeline <laughs> or logic of the Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. franchise. I thought that was pretty pretty priceless <laughs> yeah. uh
0: yeah Colbert Rapport uh good except that he uh thought it was fine to give Toby Keith more of a platform on that show and uh Toby Keith uh died this week and uh I'm glad you're dead I'm glad you're dead <laughs> glad you're de- I-, I hope you rot and piss you piece of shit. Uh, you can get at me at that It's uh, something I shouldn't say. I don't know. I said it, it's out there. I was
1: not I did not have uh, I did not have uh, Alex throwing so much uh shade uh, on Toby Keith in my bingo card. This yeah, week.
0: Fuck Toby Keith, he's a piece of shit. I hope he's dead uh no, look, times. I don't I'm not
1: saying I like him. I was like, man, I wasn't ready for the spice here at the end of the episode uh yeah still bringing it
0: (laughs) i i hope they serve beer for my horses in hell that's my twitter joke that didn't land and so i decided to use it as the end of this episode and it also didn't land so that's good it's a good way to end an episode and to go away